Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. We are back. It is the post-Darby celebration edition of the Roma Press Podcast. We know you're still doing well because it's an international break and because you are still likely celebrating from the other evening, which was nothing short of spectacular, Andy. You and I both didn't want to do a prediction. We didn't want to make... Uh, we didn't want to do the the Porguinho. We didn't want to do any curses. Plus, on top of that, we had a l- very large contingent of our patrons at the match. So we didn't want to spoil anything. Of well, course. we said that both teams are are hot and cold. And this yes. time around, Lazio were cold and Roma were hot. It, they were. I mean, that's really the only place to start and really to, to talk about in all of this. I said, and both you said, coming into that match, okay, you could have told me three to zero, zero to three, six to one, one to six, two to zero, zero to two. And I would have believed you essentially in every scenario because both teams, completely unpredictable. Good result, bad result, good performance, bad performance, all within the span of just a few days. And... I know everybody's favorite, Paolo Di Cagno. <laughs> he said after the match, uh, he, he he said on uh, Sky Sport, one of the things he was talking about was, you know, well, I felt like Lazio, they were, they had a better identity. They had a more better understanding of how they play football, which I don't necessarily agree with, to be honest with you, because Sarri plays a very specific type of football. We all know what it is, but I, I just think Lazio, they lack some guys uh, that we know are the perfect fit for the typical Saturday ball. But putting that aside, okay, both of these teams, if you just look from beginning to present date at their league results performances, it's all over the map. Now, obviously, Roma within these two uh, past two months have obviously taken a step forward, whereas Lazio maybe had a bit more consistency at the beginning. They beat Inter. They had a couple of other big wins as well. But right now, there's no doubting that Roma coming into this one, they were in much better form. But we also have to acknowledge that, yes, we were excited about Conference League progression to the quarterfinals, but we all were at least somewhat uh, uh, hesitant because we knew they they were going to be fatigued going into the derby. Well, it didn't look like that. And <laughs> Mourinho, when he joked about the smoking cigarettes relaxing tonight, I 
He may have been onto something. He may have been onto something. Now he, I don't. uh, He probably is the kind of guy who has like people just like stalking Sari and and his players, and probably was getting live updates from uh, Sari's home. Oh, he's he's taking out a Marlboro now, and Milinkovic Savic is at his home and also taking a puff. Right. Well. That's, I mean, that's not too far off of a prediction. Um, but I have to tell you, I mean, let's just go through some of the things that stood out to both of us. And my list is probably two dozen things long. I mean, tactically, uh, Mourinho put Sarri over his lap and spanked him like a young child who was misbehaving. I, I mean, that was as far as tactical masterclasses go. I mean, that was it. He he completely, in my opinion, outdueled Sarri. But for me, I, I mean, one of the things that just I, I couldn't believe is Henrik Mikud. Obviously, I, I'm sure we could talk. We'll, we'll talk about Tammy Abraham, Lorenzo Pellegrini. But I guess more so things I didn't expect that just popped off of the the screen to me. And I knew that it was a point of uh, a point that everybody was noticing because even DeZone, they were making um, a several references to this guy i have to say it henrik mikatarian henrik mikatarian man this new mm-hmm. deeper role i have to say Mourinho has found the perfect the perfect fit for him in this new 3-4-1-2-2-1 tactical setup and for for me you play to all of Mkhitaryan's strengths when you allow him to play this way. Because when he's up in attack, okay, we know he doesn't have the pace. He can't take guys on one-on-one, okay? But if you put him next to a guy like Sergio Oliveira, who I thought was superb, Mm -hmm. you allow him to... uh, you, You give him space, first off, in the midfield. You allow him very good passer. You allow him to exploit his good passing, his good technical ability. I, I just can't say enough about Mkhitaryan and the way Mourinho has found a way to insert him. And I have to say, maybe this is overreaction to simply one match. But, you know, Mkhitaryan, in my opinion now, he, with this role at least, extends his career by maybe another one to two years. Because just think a couple of months ago, I... I would say that the majority as to how much of a majority, we don't know. But I would say most would have been, yeah, okay, let let Mkhitaryan go. You know, uh, older, you know, relatively easy to replace. I was one of the people, yeah. I was one of the people. I was was just saying, no, you know, he doesn't, he's out of gas. He can't do it. He's, he's, you know, he's done for. Thank you very much, but goodbye. Sure. And I would understand it too. Big wages, uh, still asking for big wages, by the way. Um, but I, I, I think eventually they will be able to come to an agreement. Uh, he's easy to deal with. Um, you know, Raiola, he, he, he assists with him, but he doesn't necessarily serve as his primary agent anymore. But anyway, having said that, um, this new role, though, man, it, it, it's like as if it was crafted and tailored exactly for him i mean it plays andy in my opinion again to all of his strengths and it leaves um it 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 does so without leaving roma exposed in the midfield 
what you would think would be the case if you're just because most people view it as, oh, well, I'm just moving an attacker from attack into the midfield and you're going to lack balance now. Not the case whatsoever. That's why I think it's a it's a tactical uh, stroke of genius from Mourinho to to find a way to use Mkhitaryan in this way because he, I mean, he was pulling the strings like uh, uh, he was leading the course like a fantastic conductor or something because he wa- he looked so lively, Andy. I, I I couldn't get over it. He looked like the Mkhitaryan we all remember from uh, Dortmund of ten years ago. Yeah, and uh, the the yeah the big one of the big things about about sort of this recent trend in Roma is that Mourinho has found a way to you know to to bench somebody like Vertu and 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 have somebody slot in and not necessarily have that somebody um, have that somebody be be a midfielder uh, you know a, a sort of a, a a born midfielder because Mkhitaryan never was, um, but he's he Mourinho has found a way to utilize his experience, um, his his uh, incredible skills on the ball, uh, his passing to to Roma's advantage, and I think that overall we are talking about this big game, and this was a big game, and it's it's a one off. I think sort of like we have to treat it as. As probably the high, the the peak of the season, the highest moment, also in these recent games where Roma are having this unbeaten run, but it's also a game on its own. We also have to address how the uh, the defense uh, has been incredibly solid, and and yes. Smalling's return and consistent performances have been a big part of it. But but uh, yeah, there are aspects of this team that now are working, whereas a few months ago you could clearly see oh. This, this there is a big gap here, and now they're learning to patch things up, which is very encouraging. Yeah, for sure. Um, I even guys who you know, particularly in defense, that maybe we were used to seeing mistakes from. I mean, think of the first derby, wasn't it Ibanez who got, or, or that was last season, yeah, where uh, Ibanez really just had a meltdown. Lazio, they go up quickly, like two or three to zero, wasn't? Wasn't that last season? Who knows? Anyway, there's what you just said. Yes, I I think tactically, again, that has a lot to do with things Veda to. I I just think it's written uh, on the wall now that he's going to leave. And I I think that's probably what is best for both parties, along with a handful of other names, of course. But I also think, too... (laughs) And I can't exactly put my finger on it because it's such a simplistic way of explaining things and viewing things. But I kept seeing interviews from so many. Uh, I think uh, I read one with uh, Cassano, uh, Paolo Di Canio. He said it too. But but they were they were citing Roma's attitude and how they looked hungrier and more motivated, which you know is true. But I guess I, 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 it's sort of like that age-old question with Roma. You know, why don't they show this in every match? Is it the opponent? Is, is it the level of motivation? I, I can't put my finger on it, but I guess that's what makes it, uh, you know, moments like this past weekend all, uh, all the more exciting, I suppose. Um, another thing that jumped out to me, have to say, Karsdorp, man. I don't know what it is with his crosses, 
But when he is on with his crossing, he is on. When he's off, it is woof. I mean, NASA must be alerted when things are not going well for him with his crossing. But my word, when he is feeling it and feeling himself with some of these cross, I've never seen a guy have such a variance in perfection to it was a better way to say it like a such a high floor and low ceiling was with such an aspect of his game you know like usually a good crosser is a good crosser a good dribbler is a good dribbler um but in Karsdorp's case yeah, he's both a, a very good crosser and a very bad crosser true i i just can't get over the way he pinpoints some of these crosses it, 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 it's mind blowing some of them and I, I mean, but, but you, we, I mean, we here we could talk about you know based on this game we could basically talk about every single player having you know uh, a moment of absolute brilliance. I mean, look at Sergio Oliveira, who's who, who's incredible, looked, incredible. Know, who, who over the last few games uh, he'd been benched a few times after the forty fifth minute, you know, uh, or he'd start off the bench or he missed the the return leg against Vitesse. And here you have this kind of performance where you just, you know, you just had both these guys, Sergio Oliveira and Mkhitaryan, go up against uh, one of the best midfielders in Europe, and Sergio Sergei Milinkovic Savic, and make him look absolutely, you know, invisible. So not even make him look, just let him be invisible. And uh, Karsdorp, the same thing. Uh, Karsdorp, who who over these last few months. We were all worried, like, where where is the Karsdorp that we knew from last season? And all of a sudden, boom, there he is and racing down. And, and once again, Mkhitaryan sees him beautifully, you know, and uh, it all works. It works. It works. The fact that now you go from uh, asking yourself, oh, does Zaleski have the necessary attributes to, to start in, 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 in such a big game? And Zaleski easily being one of the better players in already a really good yes. perf- team performance, you know, with, with his interceptions, with his counterattacks, just uh, alert all the time. Man, even defensively, I, I, you know, Defen- I, yeah, I, I can't recall one notable yeah. action of Felipe Anderson. Can you? I because think, I, I, think, I can't no, remember I think, one. I think there is a moment where he where he lost the ball and there is that beautiful shot of uh, basically uh, Tammy Abraham just tracking back like 30, 40 meters and snatching the ball from, I think it was Felipe Anderson's feet. But that's the only, and, and it's expected. He's a 90-year-old kid and I, I, I don't even know if this, this is like maybe his fifth, fifth appearance or, or maybe like third fourth start i don't i don't know but 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 anyway it's this is expected what's unexpected is this kind of performance is this kind of uh, conviction on his part and and everybody listen you know it's been uh, sort of this has been a culmination of everything that we've been waiting for there it is boom it happened they had a really great game they they scored with ease they moved around the pitch with ease, but but I think the recent trend is that clean sheet, the defensive solidity, is the fact that they stayed sharp and uh, and never really let up. Uh, you know, so that's that's something that we've seen scattered across these last few games, and I think that yes. in this derby, it was more visible than ever. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Oh, for sure. And then obviously, we'll get to a couple of other things, but I mean, Pellegrini... Tammy Abraham, both of them were just sensational. Absolutely sensational. It's, I look at the way we've played with Dzeko in the previous seasons. And again, this is not a slight at him. When you have the right system in place with Dzeko, he, we, we saw what happened in 2016, 2017. He was scoring goals uh, for fun, but very limited player, yeah, particularly outside the final third, not, you know, nowhere near the dynamism, in my opinion, of Tammy Abraham. It's just so uh, refreshing, I guess, when you have a player who can really add new dynamics and a new way of attacking in the final third to your team, as opposed to an attacker who really, he will go as his fellow attackers go, yeah? I, I mean, we saw what happens when Jekyll doesn't have the proper system in place and those playing around him for him, giving him the necessary service. With Tammy Abraham, he's still able to contribute even if you have other guys in attack struggling. We've seen that numerous times this season. And I think that's such a key element and a much needed element, particularly for this Roma that has struggled to to score goals at, at various moments throughout the season. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, Abraham, I've loved him from the moment he stepped foot here. I, I, I just think he adds such a new sort of freshness and a different look to this attack that was badly needed. And then Pellegrini, listen, he, in my opinion, I thought he really over these last month, month and a half, he kind of disappeared for stretches yeah i mean yeah due to injuries yeah he's been since he picked up that injury in late november which kept him out for like a month and then he was back and then he again he missed some games Uh, it it was tough on him especially since he's not a he's not a rotation player he's always he has to be there he has to be out there he no matter what so that that will take a toll on you i think also it's more difficult for him because he plays in such a I mean, he plays in, in a really tricky position. You don't really know. He like Mkhitaryan, he has so much thing, so many things to do, so much yes. at stake that you can't. You know th- that when it's tough, it really gets tough because he has to juggle, you know, a, a lot at the same time, and 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 yeah. so that I think that complicates and that makes it even more evident when he's not having a good day. Yeah, and I think, too, a lot of it is he really is this in-between player, in my opinion. He, Despite what uh, Roberto Mancini says, I, I don't view him or consider him a mezzala. I don't. We've seen that before. I've made my opinion very clear on Pellegrini as a mezzala. But he's also not your typical uh, forward. You know, he, he, he has... He has just these very unique qualities and characteristics about him and his game that it, it, it's hard to 
I guess, fit him perfectly into a certain system, uh, four-man midfield or, you know, like three, four, two, one. Do you put him behind as a number 10 or something? I, I just think that has something to do with it. You know, it's his fifth or sixth season uh, at, at, in the, uh, at a senior level, and we're still debating, like, what his position is. I, I think that speaks um, all we need to know. But on top of that, too, <laughs> that free kick, I I didn't think we would ever see something so beautiful since Kolodov left. Once he left, I pretty much resigned myself to Roma never scoring a free kick again. Sure. Because let's be clear here. You We've and I, seen everybody take them. Yes. Know? Well, you and I spoke of it very early on. We, you and I, I think, were pretty quick, maybe even premature on this one. But do we remember some of the corner kicks this guy some of the ones he had, uh, Lorenzo Pellegrini. And it, it, in this goes to show you full credit to him because he worked on it. He improved. He worked and he worked and he worked and he worked. And he uh, he's finally starting to bear fruit on some of, or, or, you know, on all of this hard work that he is putting in. But clearly, Andy, I think this is an aspect where he aimed to improve. Yeah. I, but- I have these memories in my head where he is kicking into, Do we remember either into the stands or into the wall? You couldn't get past the first or, defender yeah. on half yeah, a dozen yeah, yeah. occasions on yeah, the corner yeah, kicks. Yep, 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 yep. But that's I think that, that one I think was that's the. I think that's the emphasis that Mourinho puts. Notice how how set pieces now are fundamental for us, and we almost always make the best of them. Uh, I think that's that's because Mourinho may you know emphasizes them a lot in training. You can clearly see that it it is. Sort of the attitude is, we have to score any way we can. You know, if it's not working for us when we're dominating in possession or doing this, we have to be able to score in a different way. And and I think everybody moves differently now, especially on set pieces. Everybody knows what to do. Um, I think I that's the, the main impression for me of this team right now is that. You know, we're not because again, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Mourinho said very wisely, we haven't won the Champions League. And so I don't want to make the mistake of sounding all cheerful and, you know, all super duper positive that this team now can go on and and go unbeaten until the very end of the season. Um because the the the, the issues that this team has are still present, but the 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 cha- the 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 steady change in, uh, in in sort of the level of focus, uh, staying sharp from the from the very first minute, and if not, then staying sharp till the very end, uh, being in the game. That's what also Mourinho has emphasized that this team is now able to be in the game. It's it's it it's become more evident that this team uh, doesn't give up so easily. Um, and I thought that was the difference in the derby is that one team basically accepted their fate and Roma just kept on going because they thought, well, if we are already here, then why can't, can't we go further than this? And and I thought they wanted it. They wanted it more. Um, and it was great finally to see this team express itself uh, because I thought that this is a team that has wanted to you know has wanted to do this for a long time to have this kind of game 
they wanted to, this for for a long time to be able to go out there against a big opponent like that and make a statement a resounding statement because because that's what it is you know you they reassert themselves they show that they uh that they have something there that it's this is not uh, a team to make fun of sure they they are very much aware of what they can and cannot do and i think that is also the perverted beauty of watching this team play is that again you we couldn't predict this game because both teams are hot and cold. The, Roma make absolutely no sense. I think that now they are starting to make more sense in that they are more defensively solid. They are more organized. They don't panic as easily as they did the, the, in the, at the first stages of the season. So that's that's where they're becoming more steady. You know, that's where you're you're starting to. The one thing that you now can predict, more or less, is that this team, even if they're in a in a disadvantaged position, they will keep going um, and they will try to find a way. So it was also nice to be reminded that this team can be in the first place in the position to dictate the terms of the game. Because when you score on the fir- very first minute, you're in charge. And Roma, yes. Roma yes. did not let... Lazio back in it, which is again very surprising, a very nice surprise to see a team that was comfortable, was up 3-0 at halftime, and they did not concede, they did not lose their heads, they did not take it for granted, they did not just think about having a barbecue the very next day. No, no. they they stayed in it. They and saved, tried to continue scoring. I mean, my they, they tried uh, to continue scoring. Should have had the hat trick. Sure, and I, I thought that was that was uh, I, I I probably be, could be the miss of the season. Uh, but it, they they enjoyed it. They were having fun out there. They were also uh, they were also feeding off the energy of the crowd. They were working towards the energy of the crowd, and and you could just feel that for. For the first time in a long while, this was 90 minutes of quality, of dominance, of of playing the correct way. Because it doesn't mean that they had to have 70% possession. That's what Lazio had, almost close to 70% possession. So they Roma didn't need that. Roma needed to be concrete, to be sharp, to make the best of their chances. And that's what they did. And that I think that is also why it's so. this was so enjoyable because you could see that this team was trying and that this result wasn't handed to them. It was earned. And, and I think that th- this also is part of the trend recently, that these results, as ugly as they might have been, as, as nasty as a last-minute draw against Udinese might be or a last-minute, uh, last-second, really, win against Spezia might be, the, those results are earned in the end. You know, that's yeah. this team doesn't... It's not flukish. They they try really hard, and I thought that this was the perfect game where they get rewarded for it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, the most surprising and most welcomed sight was, and I've taken issue with Roma not being able to do this, not only this season, but I mean, for probably the majority of my entire life following this club is when they go up and they're winning in a big match against a big opponent, they always seem to have a trepidation. They always seem to have sort of a, a lack of self-esteem to step on the throat, almost as if they're scared to finish off an opponent that they might make a mistake by doing so. But they didn't do that the other the other night. And it was so welcome to see because, you know, after they score within the first minute, okay, it would be so easy, so easy to just sit back and absorb and manage for 90 minutes. But that's not what they did. They continued to play open. They didn't shut up shop. They were still open. They were still, I thought the pressing, by the way, even after scoring, uh, especially after Tammy's second goal, the way they pressed was nothing short of phenomenal, which is, again, why I say Mourinho. I thought he spanked uh, poor Maurizio uh, Sarri all up and down the pitch throughout the entire game. I, I thought Mourinho got everything spot on, and it was nice to see. And this yep. is one of those areas where it, clearly Mourinho is making an imprint. What he may not be able to do because he's missing that midfielder, midfielder or that fullback He's at least able to impulse from a mental point of view. And I think having that mental fortitude to not relax with a one goal lead, to not relax with a two goals lead. And they basically did what he was asking them to do against Vitesse. Yeah, he, he didn't want them to, you know, just come out and manage the match. He wanted them to play open. He took issue with that after they progressed. Now, he was still happy they progressed, but he he, he mentioned that he, he didn't. Um, he didn't like that. I guess they they were a bit passive in the beginning. That is what they did against Lazio. They score within the first minute, and they keep uh, they 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 keep sort of um, pushing and pressing and looking to get more. And then after the second one, they looked for the third. They put their foot on the throat and they crushed the opponent, which is something we cannot say they typically do. And that is something I've mentioned on here several times. Again, I don't know if it was due to lack of self-esteem where they just don't believe they can hold on to a lead unless they play this sort of compact way defensively uh, that they almost need to shut up shop. Otherwise, they just don't have the ability to score again or to maintain a lead. Whatever the reason is, it always would just come off as uh, so provincial, I, I guess, is probably the only way I could find to summarize or the only word I can use to sort of summarize my feelings. They have that tendency in big games, and it's not only, uh, you know, this Roma, the Roma of last season. It, it, this is a trend that has infected Roma, it seems, since the beginning of time. But when you have Jose Mourinho as your manager, you just know that even though it still may happen, um, it's going to be pressed upon you and imposed on you by the manager that this is not how we play. We go for the kill. We go for the kill and we go for the kill and we don't stop. You keep going. That was the thing that I was just so elated to see 
And again, it would have been so easy after the first minute. Yeah, I mean, he scored with 52 seconds, I, I believe, was the corner kick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, how easy would have... Because yep. I compare that to... Did you watch Juve do that with Vlahovic when they uh, did that with Villarreal? Uh, mm-hmm. They scored with it. Yep. I think yeah, Vlahovic scores after like 30 seconds or something. And Allegri and just... Right. He, yeah. he, 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 he the shuts up shot. Yes. Yeah. He shuts up shop, and he's not even considering the possibility of pushing against the envelope. The, against the team managed by Unai Emery. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. not like he was shutting right. up shop against right. Pep Guardiola or Klopp. He was shutting up shop against the manager whose specialty is to shut up shop. Right. And, and that's, <laughs> that's the thing. You would expect that from Jose Mourinho. That is something... Uh, coming, uh, you know, when it was learned that he was coming to Roma, it was, oh, well, you know, you're get ready for boring football and all of this other nonsense. Um, that is not what they did. And over the streak that they've had, what it's up to 10 now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, was that 10? It's 10 or 11? 10, I think, I no, 10, 10. Okay. Over this streak, while they have, yes, had several 1-1, to 1-0 results, I just think... You are not paying attention if you think it's simply they're shutting up shop and hitting on the counter. They are playing aggressive, more aggressive, but defensively, I don't know what you like. What do you attribute to all of this? Because it's again, it's not as if somebody came in January and we can say, "Oh, well, thank goodness that uh, uh, you know we, we acquired that guy and he's really added something." Uh, to the defense, and now they're a lot more solid. I mean, this is down to hard work, tactics. Yes, I do think Sergio Oliveira plays uh, a part in this because I think he allows uh, Mkhitaryan to roam a bit more free. And we also have to give credit because we love to make fun of him, but Christ, uh, Brian Cristante was very good as well. I just think that this, it, it seems like, and again, I'm pretty, I know you're telling everybody to sort of cool it a little bit and I, I i'm not going to hear your warning but it does seem like at least to a certain extent that something has clicked within the heads of the players and i, I don't know what that is specifically but i don't know i mean what do you attribute all of this to because uh, well, it's it's yeah. for the most part the same players yeah it is the it same is. Pl- it is the same players but i think that they are learning to build consistency when it comes to doing things right uh if if they see something that they're doing right and that it works for them, they keep doing it. And uh, the fact that Mikitarian keeps playing the way it allow the the way in, in in the way that allows him to be effective, uh, despite not being able to score, which he loves doing, and he's been great over the years doing just that. Um, he understands that the team needs him in a different capacity. Uh, same thing goes for, I think, also the defenders. Who's at your disposal, whether it's Kumbula or Ibanez, uh, they they know that there is more at stake than individual, you know, glory. And and I think the defense has been much more connected. They they don't look as messy as they did in certain parts of the season. And and that's why we're progressing under that aspect. That's why we've kept, what, like five clean sheets in the last nine 
nine games or something. So that's yes, that's impressive. That's impressive for a team that is is not this you know colossal quality side um, to have those numbers is very impressive. And that's why that they're feeding off of that. They're feeding off. Oh, this works for us. We can. We can we can do something with this. We we actually have a chance to play the way we do with 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 these players at our disposal. We can do this. It's possible. Yes, and they keep doing it. And I think that mm, they're also trying very hard to 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 leave out what doesn't work for them. Notice where two wasn't working. It wasn't working. It, yes. it was clear as day that having him regularly start in the midfield. Uh, hindered a lot, Roma. Uh, as a whole, as a whole, Roma suffered. Not mainly because of him, but he was part of a problem. And notice, he's been sitting in the bench and only right. coming on the final twenty twenty five minutes. Um, and and because that's been working for Roma, that wasn't working for Roma having him on. Now he's on the bench and and finding solutions, finding unorthodox solutions like Zaleski. Oh, it works. Okay, then give him the keys. You know, make him feel part of it. Um, that's that you build consistency. That's that's always for me. It's it's uh, that that you know in sports in general, consistency is very important. Roma have always been far from consistent. Doesn't mean that now. They are consistent. They're they're building towards that. That's their objective, and you can see that these are these are games where they're laying the foundations in order to to be better under that aspect, in order to be able to take all the results that they've gathered over these last few games, go into the derby and look just as sharp. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Um... So it's an international break. I think we would both agree. It comes at a pretty good time, even though they're in the middle of a good run of form, obviously, and getting good results of late. I think they needed this badly. So I I hope, and again, fingers crossed, nobody, nobody. Well, Abraham is staying behind. So yes, that's that's well, right. No complaints there. Uh, I did see uh, most of the Italian newspapers are tipping uh, Gianluca Macini to start against uh, North Ma- North Macedonia, or is it mm-hmm. the regular Macedonia? I, that's how much I care about the Azzurri, yeah. No, it's, um, it's yeah, but I mean, this is you know, it's uh, I I don't know, I I think that this is uh, this this international break is is a bit of a of a blessing, and this guy is also gonna be. Interesting to see whether the Roma can get right back into this because probably if you asked most of these players, you know, the other day, do you want to continue? Do you want to keep this momentum going? Yeah, they, they would have wanted to. Yeah, they would, but absolutely, yeah. Because some, I mean, some of these players are are going off and and just playing friendlies. I believe uh, Shomurodov is playing friendlies. Uh, Felix is playing friendlies. So. It's not really like they're gonna be engaged in in some games that are high that have high stakes, except for Italy, of course, and Portugal. But but um, it, on on the other side, you know, on the other hand, it's it's been really intense. You know, these these last few months and playing the way Roma played, and you know, these games where they're fighting till the very end for a result that will 
definitely have an impact on you. The Derby is the Derby. So this time around, Roma showed up. You know, usually I remember... Do you remember the time where uh, Roma got to the, the the Champions League semifinal? So they win against Barcelona. And then they had the the least emotional derby in derby history, I yes. believe. Yes. It was this derby that nobody cared about. It, it didn't feel like a derby. I think it ended in a scoreless draw. It yeah. was the most boring, unintense derby you could possibly imagine uh mean and 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 the team the team clearly showed signs of fatigue meanwhile here they showed up and uh probably maybe because also they felt they felt that the, the vitesse game didn't, didn't give that much but you know again if you watch that game they have to believe to the very end because they have to overturn the results so it's not like it was a walk in the park so I, all in all it's a welcome international break. Obviously, you're going to hear a lot of stuff. We're already today subjected to these wonderful Zaniolo. stories of Zaniolo oh. to Juve. Of course, and him not being happy of uh, of not of you know of uh, of having to watch his teammates celebrate a game where he didn't feature. Um, so I'm you know just just. Uh, try to keep a distance to all of that yes. stuff because it's two weeks. So a lot of things must be said to keep these two weeks uh, interesting and busy. Yeah. Great advice. Let's end it with that. All right, everyone. We we will be back next week. We'll, we're going to take the rest of the week off. We will be back next week when uh, the international break is winding down and uh, Roma are preparing to get started back up. All right, everybody. Chat with you next week. Ciao. Ciao. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.